Hello, and welcome to Better Money with Elements Financial. I'm your host, Miranda Finley. I'm a certified financial wellness professional who has worked with thousands of people in all walks of life, and I'm also a real person with real financial experiences. I'll chat from both personal and professional viewpoints to help you make your money better. Today, we're going to talk about the basics of credit scores. Your credit score is an indication of how you've been managing your loans and other financial obligations over time. It's important because it can affect your ability to borrow money and the costs of doing so. I like to think of your credit score as kind of a financial GPA. So if you remember, your GPA in school would be a reflection on how you tested, whether you turned in your homework assignments, and what type of student you were but it didn't encompass your social activities or the clubs that you were a part of, if you were a part of Greek life. So it gave a view into the type of student you were, but it didn't have the whole picture. So let's dive into what a FICO score encompasses and why you should care. A FICO score is a Fair Isaac Corporation score. So it was introduced in 1989. Hard for me to believe that we've only been using it since 1989. And there are several scoring models. However, the FICO 8 is the most widely used model. There are other scoring systems like a Vantage score, but FICO is most commonly used amongst lenders. The score range is going to be from 300 to 850, and the higher your credit score, the better. I will tell you, we consider the 850 like a white buffalo score. So if your credit score isn't perfect, that's okay. There are different tiers and anything above the 730 or 740 range is going to be considered A+. There are three major credit bureaus, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. A few people are going to look at your credit score. So first up is lenders. Obviously, if you apply for a loan, your credit score is going to be pulled, and that is part of the decision-making process and whether you're eligible for that loan, and it can drive the type of interest rate term um, and fees associated with that loan. Potential employers will be looking at your credit score in some cases. So I don't know about your employer, But when I got hired at Elements, they pulled my credit score because I have access to a lot of sensitive information and a lot of financials. So they wanted to make sure that I wasn't in a position of financial hardship at the time of application. Insurance providers will be looking at your credit score. Insurance providers can use this to help drive and determine what kind of premiums you'll be paying. And then landlords and utility companies will also be looking at this. Now that we understand what a credit score is and who might be looking at it, I want to break down how it's calculated. So this seems to be like a huge mystery, and I want to break that down and take some of the mystery out of this process. First up, the most important thing of how your credit score is calculated with a FICO score is your payment history. This makes up 35% of how your credit score is calculated. What they're looking for here is to make sure that you can pay your obligations the way that you said you would when you sign the documents. On-time pay history is important because if you make a late payment, which is classified as anything that is 30 days or more past due, it can negatively impact your credit for up to seven years, having the most impact within the first two. So making sure that we make our payments on time, particularly things that we know are going to report to our credit report, that's going to be priority number one. Things that we'll report to our credit report are going to be auto loans, mortgages, credit cards, personal loans, student loans. 
So prioritizing those to make sure that we keep track of those payments and that we pay them on time is important. The next largest piece of how your credit score is calculated is your credit utilization, and this makes up 30% of how your credit score is calculated. What this is going to be looking at is the amount of credit you have available to you versus the amount that you're using. So for example, if you have several credit cards and your total amount of limits available to you is $10,000 on those cards, you want to be looking at using 30% or less of what's given to you on those total limits across all of those cards. Because if you start to use more than 30% of those limits, then it can negatively impact your credit score. So in this example, you want your balances to stay at $3,000 or less at any given time throughout the month. Now, if you're someone who uses your credit card for everything and at the end of the month you pay it off in full, but sometimes you go over that 30%, I would caution you because they can report that at any given time through the, throughout the month and it can look like you're over that 30%. So in my opinion, when it comes to credit utilization, this is the easiest and fastest way to increase your credit score by either paying down those balances that you have on those revolving limits like credit cards or by increasing those limits available to you only if you're not tempted to go out and use them. Next up is length of credit history, and this makes up 15% of how your credit score is calculated. So at the end of the day, if I do the exact same things on my credit as a 90-year-old does, that 90-year-old is likely to have a higher credit score than I do, even if we make our payments the same way, because there is more consistency and they have a better indication of how that 90-year-old will handle credit over time than they do how I will handle it. The next 10% is inquiries. We get this question a lot. Um, so there are two different types of inquiries that you can have on your credit report. One is solely for educational purposes and reporting purposes, and these are soft pulls. So a soft pull is going to be when you pull your credit report to look at it, if you meet with an elements rep and they pull your credit to look at it um, for the purposes of going over that with you, those are going to count as soft pulls and not be reported to the credit bureaus. However, there are hard inquiries. So anytime that you ask for credit or apply for a loan, that is going to count as a hard inquiry because they are using that to determine if you are eligible for the loan. Again, this only makes up 10% of how your credit score is calculated, so don't be afraid of inquiries. What I love about this is that in years recent, they've changed it so that if you are shopping for a car or a home and you're trying to be a smart consumer and compare a few different institutions against each other, so say you walk into a car dealership, you give them your information and they send your information out, but you also want to check with elements, they count all of those inquiries as one inquiry on your credit report, um, as long as it's for the same reason within 45 days. So don't be afraid to go out there and kind of do some comparisons to be a proactive consumer. And the last 10% is types of credit. So they want to see that not only you have revolving accounts, which are going to be accounts like credit cards or lines of credit, but also that you have installment loans. Installment loans have a set payment and a set end date like auto loans or mortgages. Those are two very different types of credit, and they want to see how you can handle both of them. In this section, they're also looking at whether you use reputable financial institutions like banks or credit unions. 
Now that we have an understanding of how our credit score is calculated and we've taken the mystery out of that, let's look at how we can manage our credit. It's important that we review our report every once in a while, specifically if we're going to be applying for a loan for a large purchase such as an auto or a home. You can review your report several different ways. Your financial institution or credit card companies might provide you a free way to do this and monitor your score as well as your report. Also, you can always come back to Elements. We're happy to do the soft pulls for you, especially if you're prepping for a large purchase. And also, you can go to annualcreditreport.com and pull your report um, three times a year for free through the different bureaus. When we're looking at managing our credit, it's important to know when our due dates are so we can make those on-time payments, know what our rates are, and understand the fees that are associated with our accounts. And I want to give you an example of why credit matters. So if you and I are both going out to purchase a vehicle, and for the purposes of this example, you and I are buying the exact same vehicle, and we decide to finance $25,000 over the most common term, 60 months or five years, and you do a really great job at managing your credit. So you pay your bills on time, you have that utilization ratio under 30% at any given time throughout the month and your credit score is over 730, you're going to qualify, for the purposes of this example, 3.94%, and your monthly payment for that card that we're purchasing is $460. I, on the other hand, have not managed my credit as well as you have, so my credit score is sitting under 600, which means I qualify for 16.24%. My monthly payment on this vehicle is $611, which means for the exact same car, I'm paying $151 more a month than what you are. And it's not like I bought a Tesla and you bought a Honda. We bought the exact same car. So I don't know about you, but $150 a month back in my pocket is not something I would say no to. And over the term, if you and I both pay all 60 of those payments and carry that loan to term, I will pay $9,085 more than you did for the exact same vehicle. I don't know what you would do with $9,000, but I could think of some really great ways to use $9,000. And that's the impact of credit. A lot of people will clip coupons, they'll search for sales, they'll look around for deals. I'm definitely that person that probably holds up the checkout line because I'm searching for coupons. But they don't consider that credit over time can drastically impact your monthly cash flow and how much extra money you have at the end of the month. Now, in that example that I gave, if my credit score had just been a tad better, so say my credit score was 601 instead of under 600, I would qualify for 9.19% and my payment would be $521, which means it would be $90 less a month than what I was paying with a sub 600 score. So my point here is that your credit score does not need to be perfect, but it's important to meet and optimize your credit score specifically if you're looking at making a large purchase and committing to a payment for five years or in the case of mortgages, 15, 20, or 30 years. If we're looking to optimize our score, um, here are a few things that you can do. So keeping and bringing accounts current. So if you're in the position that maybe you have a few accounts that are not current and are behind a little bit, 
call your creditor and have a conversation with them. There might be modifications available or maybe moving your due date to a time frame of the month that would work better for you and how you get paid. There are solutions out there, so communicate with your lenders if you're in the position that you anticipate being behind or are currently behind. And keeping those accounts current when possible, so paying them within that 30 days before a late payment would report to your credit report is going to help you in that huge percentage category of 35% of those on-time payments and how your credit score is calculated. Next up is paying down that revolving debt. So like I said, that 30% of how your credit score is calculated is that credit utilization. And paying down your revolving debt is a quick way to increase your credit score. So the closer you get to that 30% utilization, the better off your credit score will be. And then as that drops below 30%, you should see a pretty significant change in your score. Avoid opening multiple accounts in a short period of time. So for example, if you are out shopping on Black Friday and every single store you go into, they're offering you a discount if you apply for their credit card and you do that multiple times in a row and then you also put your purchases on those cards, that's going to create a red flag for the credit companies because that's not typical behavior for you. So making sure that we spread when we're applying for credit out when possible um, is, is going to help because it won't send up that red flag and the credit bureaus won't be asking why you're behaving differently than what you typically do. And keep older accounts open when possible. So if you have a credit card that is a little bit older, then keep that open um, with the caveat that if you're paying an annual fee and you're no longer reaping the benefits of that card, go ahead and close it. But having those older accounts open will, again, help that, that category of length of credit history. My rule of thumb here is that if it no longer makes sense for you to have that open, so again, if you're paying a fee or if it's a loan product like your student loans and you have the ability to pay that off or if you're coming to the end of term on those loans, make it make sense for you. So don't play the credit game um, in lieu of common sense, but keep those older accounts open when possible. And last up, if we're doing all of this work to increase our credit score or keep it good, we want to make sure that it's protected. So a couple of things that we can do if we're tempted by those offers we're receiving in the mail is opt out of marketing. So you can go to optoutprescreen.com and opt out of those credit card um, pre-screen offers that you might be getting in the mail. This is also great to do for maybe the 18-year-olds in your household that started getting those for the very first time. But opt out of that marketing so maybe you're not even tempted by some of those offers you're seeing. And then freeze your credit. The biggest thing that you can do to protect your score is to freeze your credit. So each state has different regulations. In the state of Indiana, this is absolutely free to do, and you need to do it at each individual bureau. So you'll go to Equifax.com, Experian.com, TransUnion.com, take about 30 minutes and freeze your credit. What this will provide you is like a suit of armor for your credit. So all of your payments will be happening under the surface. But if someone were to get your information that isn't you and they try to apply for a loan in your name, there would be that added barrier there and it would notify that lender that your credit is frozen. 
What I love about this is that it's prevented me from making some rash decisions if I am at a checkout counter and somebody offers me a card because my credit is frozen, but hasn't prevented me from applying for loans that I anticipate. So for example, last time um, I had my credit pulled was for my mortgage. I checked with Elements. We pull all three of the credit bureaus for mortgages. So I knew I only had to go to those three websites, lift it specifically for Elements or for a specific time period, and then it would refreeze automatically and continue to be protected. Now, I could talk about credit all day, but I think that covers the basics. Thank you so much for joining us on Better Money with Elements Financial as we talk through FICO scores. We hope you were able to take something away from this and make your money better. Next week, we'll be chatting with home buying experts. And I know the market is crazy, so you're going to want that information. Be sure to join us. If you need anything from us in the meantime, visit elements.org slash bettermoney or email us at bettermoney at elements.org. Take care.